0: I hope your day is full of clue and scattergories and sorry. And <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to name a lot of board games and now I'm out. I'm a straight out of board games, sweetie. Taboo taboo you gotta have taboo taboo is a classic baby hi guys welcome back to another episode of shank i'm sarah wineshank we have an amazing episode of shank for you with the one the only Brittany schmidt but before we get into this week's episode of shank with britney schmidt there's just one thing i want to tell you about and that's oh yeah socks oh yeah look down at your feet right now are you wearing socks if you're not wearing socks ask yourself why you dirty little piggy buy some socks, head over to oh yeah.com. That's three O's, H-Y-E-A-H.com. Discount code Sarah10. They have so many u- unique socks to choose from, whether you're into the Brady Bunch or Bob Ross or Dungeons and Dragons or Aliens or Pizza. There's a pair of socks for you. Give them to your ex. Give them to your, your future ex. Give them to your in-laws. Give them to if someone's having you over for a party give them to the host they make great gifts they make i'm thinking of you sorry i fucked your friend Here have a pair of socks whatever the occasion give a pair of socks and support your favorite podcast shank that's oh yeah.com three o's dot com. discount code sarah 10 okay Sunday, I'm going to be at Mike Drop Comedy in San Diego with Kim Congdon. That's this Sunday, March 19th. And then on the 22nd, I'm coming to Tacoma, Washington. So if you're in Tacoma, Kim and I are going to be there as well. And then the 24th and 25th, I'm coming to Las Vegas, Wise Guys Vegas. Come out, support live comedy. And then last but not least, I'm coming to Austin. I'm going to be in Austin april 7th at vulcan Gasco. um it's an early show i believe it starts at six so get tickets now get tickets for all the shows early guys they're selling out and uh let's get into this week's episode of shank with the one the only britney schmidt here it is Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Wineshank and today's guest is the one, the only, Brittany Schmidt. Hello. Hi, I'm super excited to have you on the pod because I don't know anything about you.
1: Oh, great. That's a good start. That You're is gonna, a good start. Yeah. I'm I mean, going to learn a
0: lot. Or not. Or not. Or I'll just
1: keep it all from you. It's just,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be prying. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'll just give you fake answers for everything. You'll be <laughs> like, I really feel like I know her. <laughs> it's just all not real.
0: <laughs> no, I've seen your stand up. We've done shows together. Very funny. Thank you. So I was like, I got to Get her on the pod. I love when I see other funny women. Yeah. That are working. They're out there. They're out there. You can find them. You can find them. If you yeah. look hard enough, you yeah. can find them. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, so you mentioned before we started that you're sober. Yeah. How long have you been sober?
1: Well, it's been a journey. I quit drinking alcohol in December of 2017. Okay. So, so. six years. That I haven't drank alcohol, but I was like not sober in the beginning. I like quit drinking alcohol and then I was still like doing Molly and Coke and like mushrooms. And I was like, I'm sober. And then like my friends that were like actually sober were like, no, you're not. You're a train (laughs) wreck. And then I got fully sober for three years and then I went out. August of 20 of last year, I went out and not last year, the year before, I did like mushrooms and weed and ayahuasca. I call it my vegan relapse. Your vegan relapse? I love it. I just like wanted to you know ayahuasca is the reason I went out because I wanted to do that have you ever done ayahuasca I haven't it's one of the only psychedelics I haven't done okay must do if you have any trauma to work on who doesn't you think I'd be
0: doing comedy if I didn't have any trauma to work through every (laughs) once in a
1: while I find someone without trauma and I'm like what I don't, you're so boring. You're lying. You're so boring. You're lying. Yeah. Something
0: had to happen. Somebody touched you. Somebody yeah. got divorced. Somebody fought. Yeah. You were hit. Like, come on. Yeah, Let's that's Let's dig true. deep. You're right. Um, so tell me about the ayahuasca.
1: Um, so, I mean, incredibly personal journey. So okay. it's something that I'm not going to get into on a podcast, but I will tell okay. you that like the way that the medicine works is you set an intention mm-hmm. to like heal something substantial or to find something out so I set an intention and then I had a few other things that I wanted to work on my big intention was to heal my mother wound because mm-hmm. I had a very tumultuous relationship with my mom she's actually the reason I quit drinking she committed suicide three days before my wedding oh my um, gosh
0: that's horrible I'm so sorry
1: thank you but she was sick her whole life. We were estranged. Like, it wasn't, she wasn't going to figure it out and find happiness here. So it was ultimately, like, what kind of needed to happen for her to find peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went in to heal the mother wound, came out with so much information about her life and sort of the trauma that got passed down to me from her. And um, and then there was just, like, other things that I wanted to work on that were more minor, like, um if I get mad at someone, I can like obsess about it until I'm dead. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, Or if I like hold a grudge, I'm just like, like that person can run my fucking life. Like I'll wake up and be like, what is this fucking person up to? Right, like right. I like look at them on social media. Like you can do one wrong thing to me and I'll be like, what's this fucking cunt up to today? Okay. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I was like so unhealthy. Like I absolutely need to stop doing that. And I remember the medicine just said people only have the power you assign them. So it's like you can take the power back at any time, and the second that you stop talking about them, thinking about them, whatever it is, they don't exist in your life anymore. I like that. Yeah. So where did you do ayahuasca? So also can't say that, but I will do it. I mean, it's here. It's in LA. Okay. There's a there's a group of shamans running an ayahuasca. There's always a group of shamans in LA running (laughs) around. Yeah. Um, If you, I can give you their information, but yeah, it's all very like private okay yeah, cool yeah um
0: and so because it's highly illegal <laughs> yes yeah, so it's yeah. highly illegal i live in i live in depanga canyon so oh, there's okay. ayahuasca everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, everyone's yeah, a yeah. fucking shaman yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like let me guess shaman breath worker yeah healer yeah. like my neighbors are healers it's yeah. a whole fucking thing um are they good ones yeah a lot of them are yeah um i feel like once you decide to like make the move to the canyon you're you're deep in the game
1: hundred percent. I was just out there doing a hike the other day with this guy that I'm dating. We would, did the Red Rocks hike.
0: That's one of my favorite hikes. It's the best. Yeah.
1: And I took him out there. He's like, what is this place? And I'm like, yeah, this is like, it's an acid trip. It's the mountains. best. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 I
0: moved there during the pandemic. I was uh-huh. like, I've had enough. Yeah. And that's where I live now. And do you love it? I love it. Yeah. Um, I just find like being in nature is really healing for me because I'm, healing. I'm worried about what everyone else is fucking doing. There's Aren't a lot of
1: comparing all? and contrasting happening. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was talking about. It's like that thing of like, what does this person have that I don't have? It's like, like mental illness. Like, yeah. It <laughs> really is. And like, we shouldn't have this much access to what people are up to. Like, I remember the happiest time of my life being like college when Facebook just got started. I remember you would like take like 700 pictures and then dump them all on an album and they would get zero likes and you would be okay. Yeah. Yes. You would be like, you would be okay with that. You'd be like, ah, oh, Look what I did! Yes, and, but like now it's like if something doesn't, you know. Thank God Instagram took away the like feature, but now if things don't get likes, it's like I'll I'll kill myself.
0: Yeah, no, I will kill myself. It's so like bad. It's, I'll get on It's so bad. Yeah. um Yeah, the the photo album dumps on Facebook that just took me back for a second. I had to get rid of
1: Facebook because it kept being like reminder. It. You know, yeah, and I'm like yeah. I don't need to be reminded that I tan twice a day, and I have. I also
0: had a tanning problem, oh like my God, a
1: problem. Yeah. No, same. Like
0: I looked. If you look at photos of me from college, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a light skinned black girl," and then you could just see the whites
1: of my eyes and no, my teeth. Mine was like, "That's Donald Trump as no. a young man." <laughs> <laughs> like that was, I was Donald Trump as a young man. Like I was orange. Were you doing spray? No. I was doing everything. No, we had a tanning bed on campus.
0: What? What campus? Marquette.
1: Oh, Wisconsin? Yes. Okay. Yes. Marquette University had a tanning bed and then we had a tanning bed in my house. I grew up with a tanning bed in my house and my house was like 30 minutes away from Marquette. So I would tan at Marquette and then drive home and tan at home. No, they had a tanning bed on campus? Yeah, I mean not like in the school. It was just like at a laundromat. They had like three tanning beds. No,
0: that's so yeah. crazy.
1: And then Tom Crean who was the basketball coach um for Marquette at the time would always like he'd always be in there and I remember I to like get the tanning bed after him and he would never clean it and he was just like this nasty oh,
0: and sick. I was just like
1: ball sweat Tom Crean's ball sweat and I was just like ah, mama's home uh, No, no. <laughs>
0: yes. yeah. you know did you do the little
1: stickers be like a playboy bunny and I then... never did that <sighs> me either but I wish I did do my I... stepmom did it and I hated her so much I was just like this dumb bitch oh, so like shit. anything she did I didn't do yeah
0: your stepmom did the little st-
1: the tanning stickers? She yeah, she was like a little... She was... I mean, she... Ta- I've talked about a tanning problem. Now she looks like... She looks like tan mom from... Um, or what's that there's something about Mary yes that's yes, what my stepmom yeah. no. looks like that, or ex-stepmom she's not in the picture anymore but yeah no your ex stepmom like mom. a little yeah like a potpourri dried orange peel no yeah.
0: what happened to potpourri I feel like it was around in the 90s everyone had it yeah it's like in cabins Yeah, you have to have a
1: cabin to have potpourri out I remember when I was working at a craft shop when I was younger. It's like literally stuff that you would put in a cabin. It's like bear (laughs) statues and like all this shit. And they had potpourri and then they had potpourri oil. And I was like, oh, this smells good. And I was hooking up with this guy and he was coming to the store. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put this on. And I put it on my body because I didn't have perfume. (laughs) (laughs) And I like... Broke out in the hives everywhere, and then I like read the label. It's like, do not put this on your skin, and I'm like, well,
0: oh my gosh. So you were married? I was married for how long? Five years. Wow, Mm -hmm. I've never been married. Would you do it again? Yeah, you would.
1: Yeah. So you're not pessimistic about marriage. Post. I don't think it's a great idea, <laughs> I didn't th- but I didn't think it was a good idea when I did it the first time. I never thought I was going to get married. My whole thing was like, I'm never going to get married. Fuck that. Fuck the system. Da, 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 da. And then I met my ex-husband and I was like, I don't want to be with anyone else, so I'm going to marry you. And then, you know, that didn't work. But like, I have this thing where I always say, like, I've always said I don't want to be married. I don't want to have kids. And every time I swear something off, I do it. Like, so I'm just like, I'm gonna stop right. making myself look silly.
0: Right. So you don't think you want kids, but you don't want to. No, now say I want kids.
1: You do. Yeah, no, like, I fully, it, like, at least one. See, one feels manageable. One's fine. One's fine. Mm-hmm. When you start getting into
0: two, three, I'm like, what, how's that happening? Yeah, I'm
1: not a farmer. Like, I'm not trying to, like, raise a whole, like, I can't. Right. I can't do that. Um, what yeah. about pregnancy? Would love a surrogate. Same. I'm raising my eggs right now. You are? Mm-hmm.
0: I, I need to start doing that. How old are you? I'm 35.
1: Yeah. Now's How old the are time. You? 33. Oh, shit. You're on it. I'm on it. But yeah. I'm also like, yeah, I know that I want a surrogate. If I accidentally get pregnant, whatever, but... I, would I like want a surrogate, a surrogate too yeah, what the to fuck my but body then up. everyone uh, like that's like every mom's chief complaint is like I miss my pre-pregnancy body unless you're a Kardashian and you can just pay for a new body. yeah get ghetto Zembic yeah well that that stuff scares me. Everyone looks insane because they're losing all the fat in, in their, their face. face and they look dead I know Everyone I know. looks insane and I'm like uh, I also just like am very disappointed that skinny came back because like it was oh, so I know. unhealthy the first time. So that was like one of my mom's things was she was like obsessed with being like hot and thin. And like she looked like me now before she got her eat. Well, I don't know. She might have had an eating disorder the whole time. Eventually she got an eating disorder and she was just like a rail. And I'm like, this isn't the fucking look.
0: No, like, it I like, looks sick.
1: I like girls with a little like something Me. you can, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because for a while we were doing body positivity. I was all for that. What happened to Lizzo? Oh, wait, she's still out here. I know, she didn't get any Ozempic.
1: <laughs> Where's Dude, Lizzo's Ozempic? If Lizzo got Ozembek, well, the was, world would stop. You think so? I was watching this TikToker yes. that- did ozempic and then got off of it and she said the rebound off of it you gain so much weight so insane so i'm like i can't wait for the fat kardashians same (laughs) the fat way yeah the fat when chloe comes back to like og chloe (laughs) chloe's never coming back to og chloe drunk driving (laughs) chloe was the best (laughs) chloe are you kidding me that was like my one ally on the kardashian she's just like fat and ate food and told everyone to go fuck themselves yeah the best she was the best the best. And now she, she was t- hanging out with Tristan Thompson again last night. I'm she like, was, honey. Please stop. Please stop. It's a bad luck for women everywhere. We forgave you a few times. She's hanging out with him again. They were at the Oscar party last night together, Dude. celebrating friends. The Oscar party. <sighs> the, the Vanity Fair hand part. job. What <laughs> a hand job in a, of an event. I was watching. I would, wasn't watching the Oscars. I was looking at the Oscars. I was watching the Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel monologue. Can you imagine spending that much time and money getting ready and then having to sit in those fucking seats? Mm-mm. It's like theater seats. It's like, you don't even get a fucking table. It's like, I am Brad Pitt. No. And I'm sitting in a peasant theater seat. No, awful. No. Awful. So you were married for
0: five years and then- <laughs> sorry, like, Let's how, get back to the divorce. That, how long have you been <laughs> divorced for?
1: Well, we signed all the paperwork in September. California has a mandatory six-month freeze, so any day now I should be legally divorced. Okay, so how's dating post-divorce? It's so interesting. I'm not, like, actively doing it. I literally told the universe, I'm like, if you want somebody in my life, put them in my lap, because I tried to do, I went on Hinge for, like, 48 hours. I just licked the mic because I got so (laughs) disgusted. It was... it Hinge, why is it so bad? I mean, it's just unoriginality and, like, people trying to be something they're not. The voice notes? All of it. Just, I want to FaceTime you first to see... I'm like, I don't FaceTime fucking anyone. (laughs) Yeah. I want to see if we vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me me tell you something. We're not going to (laughs) vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. If you say vibe, we're not going to vibe. We're not. Um, So I was on there, and, like, also I passively just threw it on my phone and then came back and it was like you have 1800 likes in like 48 hours I'm like I'm hunted like am I safe <laughs> yeah am I safe in my home because I felt like I'm like isn't that everybody in LA yeah is that every person in LA no that's <laughs> what, a good confidence boost
0: yeah it's a good confidence boost but then it's just like overwhelming hitch yeah.
1: it's not I just can't um and then also when I was like separated and we were seeing other people and like trying to figure it out or <laughs> My fucking husband found me on Hinge and then no. he like matched with me. And he's like, let's go on a date. I know, I know. Like, I I know. Um, he's so funny. He's the funniest person ever. But um, yeah, no, I was like, I can't, <laughs> can't do that. So like, yeah, I've met a few people. I'm talking like, to a few people and it's fine. Just everybody's like, I'm just, I just want to focus on my career.
0: I at that place too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm deleting Mariah
1: that'll show them I in my head. On this. <laughs> Gag on fucking this. I can't even get on Raya. My ex-husband who's not in the industry got on Raya before. Why me. are you not on Raya? They won't let me in. I'll
0: give you an invite. Thanks. A friend pass no, if you somebody, want. To I've
1: gotten so many of them and they're not. I'm like somebody must have told them to
0: not no, let me No. In. Can I tell you something dark? Yeah. My friend who's now dead. I looked oh. on Raya. It said you have... They wanted me to refer them to Raya, and I was like, maybe if I would have referred her to Raya, she would be <laughs> alive still. <laughs> maybe she she would have killed it. Did she kill herself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe she yeah. wouldn't have offed herself yeah. if she got that if she got John pack. Mayer to <laughs>
1: take her. Because <laughs> that's like the only person on Raya is John Mayer, right? He's on there nonstop. Mm-hmm. He's been on there the whole time, and that's I've been tang. I've been on and off. He never leaves. I've had so many friends that are like, I met John Mayer and I fell in love with him. And I'm like, John Mayer is a sex and love addict. Like, yes. let's call a fate yes. a spade. He just doesn't have anyone to be accountable to. So he doesn't need to get well. Yeah. No, 100%.
0: Yeah. And you know what? It does feel personal that I have yet to match with him.
1: Yeah. I feel like
0: I'm like, what, do I, what don't I have that everyone <laughs> else in Hollywood apparently has? He's been
1: with everyone. He's been with everyone. Well, he kind of looks like a wet sock. Like, I don't really think you're missing out on too much there. Uh, no, but if it was John Mayer, like
0: 15 years ago.
1: No. John, not John now me. John
0: Mayer, I feel like you get an STD if you fuck John Mayer.
1: One, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. many, many, <laughs> many, if it's raw, many. Yeah. many. Like one would probably jump past the concert. Dude. Crabs. How- <laughs> ah, crabs. <laughs> crabs <laughs> is the one that's gonna jump. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Ugh. It's so, and also, like, the older I get, the less into, like, just fucking people I am. I can't I'm, do that
1: as a sober person anymore.
0: Yeah, in my 20s, I was like, anything
1: goes! I pop so much pussy in my 20s. I yeah, same. I had a guy that I'm, like, kind of talking to ask me the other day, God bless him, he's like, have you ever had a one-night stand? Of course. I almost threw myself out of the car. <laughs> I was like... A one <laughs> I have no idea who I've had sex with.
0: Like I'm like, what I, are you talking okay, about? Sometimes that happens to me too. Like I'll think of somebody from my past and I'll be like, either we had sex or we were just really good friends, but we probably had sex.
1: See, if I can remember them, I can remember if I had sex with them or not, but <laughs> there is like always. a black hole. Same. And it's so
0: normalized in your twenties. Alcoholism is so normalized, especially well you're our Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. Yeah. In our twenties, yeah,
1: the new wave Gen new Z news. is very soft.
0: What's up with Gen Z? They're like they're not, not having fucking. Sex. They're not. They're sucking. not having sex.
1: They're on their phones. They're not drinking. They're not partying. Ugh. They're a fucking snooze. I'm so glad I'm not Gen Z.
0: What do they do? What does Gen Z? Do? I think they're of- trying to save the world.
1: Ugh. <laughs> I feel like they're all in K
0: holes, maybe. Yeah, ketamine. Maybe. Ketamine seems to be making its wave.
1: Ketamine I've never scares done ketamine, me. Ketamine, but I've heard a lot of great
0: things about it. I've seen people's personalities change drastically from ketamine, like in a negative way. And it's being, mm. you know, hyped up as being medicinal and stuff. I'm more into. It's see like a horse tranquilizer to me. That scares me. That's for horses.
1: Right. So it was like
0: snorting something that's for horses on the regular doesn't seem.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just missed the ketamine wave completely. Like there's a few things I missed that I'm sad I missed, Like ketamine, DMT, like all of these. I just missed them. You missed them. But you did ayahuasca. I know I might come back for DMT, you know. I might just get like a little toad and fucking go to Cancun. I love that. Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> Tulum, Tulum's where they have the toad ceremony. It's just like, yeah, yeah. you can like walk down the street and go do a DMT, like blast to another dimension, and yeah. then, like go to a tiki hut, and or you could just go to Topanga for the other day. They yeah, have, they have it all. Or like it's actually all at my house. Yeah,
0: it's it's in my backyard. Mm-hmm. It's in the geodesic dome in yeah. my backyard.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so do you meditate? Are you into anything yes. like that? You do yeah. every you, day. Mm-hmm. What is what is that like? What's your meditation?
1: I do transcendental meditation um, twice a day, 20 minutes. Twice a day, up. 20 minutes. Yeah, I wake up and I journal. I do my um, morning pages for three pages and then I do meditation for 20 minutes. I leave my phone in the other room, so I don't even grab my phone until I'm done with that stuff. That's doesn't make a huge difference. Yeah, I feel better than everyone yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. gonna start doing it. like so yeah. i can feel better <laughs> yeah. than i'm like i'm better than everyone and then that lasts until i get on my phone and then I'm like i'm a piece of shit so how long have you been meditating twice a day for um let's see i got trained in 2019 so right before the pandemic oh shit mm-hmm.
0: during the pandemic i was meditating a lot yeah and i was finding that especially i would do it outside in the canyon and i would mm-hmm. feel like i would get insight would
1: be dropped into me that wasn't from Mm. me do you have that that. experience yeah Yeah, when I meditate I'm focusing on my mantra so I don't get like a ton of insight but I get a ton of peace I get like very grounded yeah that's awesome yeah um
0: have you been on on any really bad dates since being single
1: I haven't really like put myself out there like I got on hinge and I got off hinge right and then I honestly haven't even, like, taken the risk of going on a date with a stranger. Like, I'll meet someone out in the wild, which is, like, old school. That's the way to do it. It is, because I'm also, like, an energy person. So, like, if my energy doesn't connect with you, I don't want to be – I don't even want to take the risk of going and sitting through a meal with somebody who I'm not energetically connected with.
0: Nothing sounds worse. No,
1: I would rather sleep. I would rather eat by myself. I would, yeah, I would rather sit on my couch and eat cereal off my stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just don't have, like, I I, like we said, in our 20s, like, I gave so much energy to everyone, and I'm, like, I realized I'm an introvert, and I don't have that energy to give to people anymore. It's hard enough to go do stand-up and then have to be nice to people afterwards. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like
0: I'd rather save all my
1: extroverted energy
0: for performance and yeah. then when I'm not performing like I want to be in my shell like yeah. a little snail or something
1: yeah and I think that's like you know such an interesting dichotomy for performers because like you get fans and then fans want to interact with you and then when you're not like very like woo, 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 oh, yeah. they're like she's kind of a bitch and I'm like I'm not a bitch I'm literally having a panic attack uh, right yeah yeah I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking out um but yeah no I haven't had any weird I don't think I've had any weird dates. No, nothing. I mean, like, no. I haven't even. I had a one guy that was, like, in my DMs that I was, like, he's hot, whatever. He lived in Miami, so I was, like, this isn't even a threat. <laughs> and then we were, like, talking, and he got, like, way too clingy too fast. Like, he would wake up and be, like, good morning, queen. Like, how's my blah, blah, blah. Like, and I was just, like this is a lot. If you were Brad Pitt, I'd be in, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is too much. And he was like, very like, how's your show? How's this? Like, just like asking me questions about things I didn't tell him about. So he was like watching me and I was like, this is a lot. And then he's like, I'm flying to LA to see you. No, and I no, was like, no, no. That just gave me the chills. I know. He's like, well, don't worry. I've work in LA too. And I was like, okay. And then he got to LA and I was like, I can't see you. I like, you freaked out. I freaked out. And I just was like, I'm not ready. Like, I don't want somebody being possessive over me. I don't want somebody, like... Like, I just got out of a marriage. Right, like a whole-ass marriage. And he was saying, like, crazy shit, like, how's my baby mama? How's, like, my next nah. wife? Like, and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. No. Which is, like, all the things you want to hear from the right person. From the right <laughs> <You> person. <laughs> but it was, like... After you've
0: met them before
1: in real life. Right, not right. Not in the DMs from someone. No. Yeah, I mean, like, he was so... He was hot. He was successful. He had all these things going on. But like that, like when you're that clinging to me right away, no. Red and flag. A red flag. And then I had my astrologist run his chart because I do that with everyone. I'm like, I'm not fucking around this time. Like, <laughs> like literally last time when I, well, when I was what married. What sign are you? I'm a Taurus. Okay. But... When I was married, I gave my um, astrologist my ex's chart and he's like, this is going to be really difficult for these reasons. And I was like, no, it's going to be fine. And then he was right. Like all of the things that he said. All of the things? Yes. He was right about everything. So I'm like, I'm not fucking around this time. And I gave my astrologist this guy's chart and he's just, or his birthday and he ran his chart and he was like, no, he's like you can fuck this guy. He's like, but you absolutely can't date this guy. He's gonna be possessive. He has a really bad temper. He has like X, Y, and Z. Like told me like everything. And so I was just like, when he got to LA, I, was like, That's I was like, like I don't
0: even want to fuck him. Why do I want to
1: fuck him? You
0: got more from your astrologist than I get from my therapist. Oh, he's the best. I need I'm, your astrologist. Oh my info. god. But so, do you ask for people's birth time? Yeah. See, sometimes I don't want to give them the satisfaction of
1: letting them know mommy's running the charts oh I'm just like I have a term for it it's astrologically gang banging I'm okay, like I'm okay, yeah. fucking running your chart I'm not wasting my time no, so like yeah, everyone yeah. I meet like even if I meet him and I'm just like oh he's kind of cool we kind of had a little spark I'm like what's your birthday when were you born and if he's afraid of that then it's not gonna work yeah you're not the one man have you started freezing your eggs uh so on Wednesday I go in for the first time this is the craziest thing okay so I My girlfriend just froze her eggs Mm -hmm. and I was like, I didn't want to like do the research to look for a good doctor. So I was just like, just tell me who you went to. And she's like, I went to this clinic. It doesn't matter what doctor. She's like, the experience was okay, whatever. So I make an appointment. They're like, what doctor you want? And I was like, honestly, I do not care. And um, they make the appointment and the name's like kind of familiar, but I don't, I don't really remember anything. And I go in for the first um, appointment and this doctor's like, I know you. And I was like, of course. I'm like, you know, my comedy like I'm just no. like egomaniac and he's like no he's like <laughs> he's like you donated eggs with me 10 years ago so i donated eggs you 10 did? years ago so i've gone through the process of like of doing, the shots yeah, and yeah, yeah, everything yeah. yeah and he's like yeah you are one of my donors he's like there's a 9 year old in Santa Monica and it's like a little boy and he's like it's yours and i'm just like <laughs> whoa yeah, but I was like that was like for me kismet where I was just like oh this is meant to be this is because I this went through it guy. with this doctor he was wonderful um yeah so I've donated eggs twice there's two kids out there that are genetically not mine they're theirs but like they're genetically mine so yeah like do you want to know what they look like How I know do what they f- look like I'm in touch with the mom in San Francisco and then the, I saw like a picture what? of a boy when he was like five or six and she so when she was great to me. Like that first woman, like every, when I was going through the process, she was sending me like $500 gift cards to Burke Williams every week and like flowers and like all this. No. stuff. So I just thought this was like part of the process. I, I was wish like, my oh. eggs were not too old to donate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? But I thought that was part of the process. So then the second time I went through it and I didn't get shit, I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'm like, not getting these... any Burke Williams yeah. gift cards. Yeah. <gasps> they didn't give me anything. But that woman wanted to meet like right when she had the baby she wanted to meet and I just had like this freak out where I was just like I just don't want to yeah I just don't want to like it was too weird for me and then years later um I reached back out being like if she still wants to meet up let me know and then she was just like no so
0: so yeah it's like what was the oh my god I can't imagine yeah But you make good money, right? You don't. It
1: was at the time it was $10,000. It's like, that's the money that
0: I need to freeze the eggs. Yeah. Right. That's how much it
1: costs to freeze your eggs. Yeah. It was funny because when I, we put the two and two together, I was like, can I just get my 23 year old eggs
0: back? (laughs) Can I just get those young eggs back? I'll buy them back. Those young eggs. I'll buy them back. But yeah,
1: I did the whole shot thing. I did it all. How
0: was the shot thing? It sucks. It's like, what do you feel like? Bloated?
1: hmm you feel like shit. You just get fat and bloated and hormonal. It feels like you're on your period the whole time and- For two weeks? It's a month. Oh, fuck. Yeah.
0: I don't wanna do that, but I'm like, I'm gonna have to do that. Cause I don't want the, uh, I want the option of like the five, like the next five years for my career. Yeah. It feels like people in comedy, you don't even have a career till you're fucking
1: 40. Yeah. It's unfair. Sure. To it's me. also like way better than the alternative which is like working a boring day job and having a family and yeah yeah you yeah, yeah everything that's true yeah
0: that's true i'm also afraid of having
1: twins yeah but if you freeze your eggs and you do it that way instead of fertility treatment you won't yeah I, ivf is where it gets dicey dude you sh- triplets oh my god could you uh, i would give two away Triplets. Maybe I'd give all three away. <laughs> triplets? Maybe like you know what you fucked my whole body. Abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Can That's I get true. a fucking
0: abortion? <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. sign up for three. Put them in the trash. Put them. yeah, Straight. Mm-hmm. Oh, compost them. Yeah. Oh, Th- monster babies. Three. Yeah. No. Three having a once. litter. Having a litter. A litter. Three at once. Mm-hmm. Oh, surrogate. Surrogates. Surrogate. move. Surrogate. how
1: much is a surrogate can you look it doesn't matter i think it's like sixty thousand dollars, but it doesn't matter because by the time we're ready it'll be just a drop in the pan
0: that's what i tell myself all the time it will be okay so it's nothing yeah surrogate for the for the life yeah but then it's also like can you imagine interviewing a surrogate
1: i'm not gonna interview
0: you're not no what do you mean what do i what do i need to know I want to know, like, what's the vibe? I want to see if there's a good You're energy. like one of those
1: guys that is trying to date me. Yeah. What's the vibe? Yeah, 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 what's yeah. the vibe? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I want to know, right, like, I get that. if I sit down with you and I'm like, oh, this bitch is a dark, dark energy. I don't want you carrying my child. Put it in there. That's where my...
1: <laughs> if you find her, call me because I want dark energy. A villain. Yeah. A villain story. I want a villain. I want my baby to come out with trauma. I want... <laughs> Listen, I don't want want, it to come out funny. yeah. I don't want an easy road like it's going to be easy enough because I'll be rich, but you got to have some demons in you. Generational trauma is what I'll be interviewing for. (laughs) That's what I'll be looking for. Were you beat as a child? Were you beat? Tell me what happened to your parents. Yeah, I Mm. want all that stuff.
0: Oh, my God. The thought of. I don't know. I think it just, it scares me. Also, my friend, I have a lesbian friend who had a baby through a sperm donor. Mm -hmm. And they let you listen to the interviews of like, they have interviews with the sperm donors. Uh And she was listening to the interviews to pick the right sperm. Mm. I'm like, that's got to be its own journey. Yeah.
1: Kim, imagine listening to men. Well, I mean, imagine <laughs> us having to do that because we don't find a man. Oh, <laughs> my yourself. God. Catch what would what, some of your guys' uh, green flags be in that situation? Like, like, what What do you think you'd be listening to?
0: <sighs> I think someone who's educated.
1: And How do you know? Did you see that movie on um, Apple TV, Sharper? <sighs> no. Oh, my God. What happened? Well, it's just, it's a great movie. But it's about this guy who basically finds this heroin addict and, like, gets her clean and, basically gives her this whole backstory to go con somebody. So just like teaches her how to speak and what to say and like how to just fucking con someone out of it. Like, so I'm just like, I don't even believe people that sound smart anymore because I'm like, you could have just been, someone could have just taught you to sound that way.
0: Also, the other thing is everyone's like, oh yeah, college diploma, college diploma. No one has ever been like, show me your diploma.
1: Never. So you could just lie about having a college degree. I have friends that lie about it. I have friends that dropped out and work in, like, corporate America, and they lie about it all the time.
0: I know bitches who had, like, one semester left of math, and they just didn't finish. Yeah, 100%. Like, at that point, just
1: fucking finish. I know. College is a sham. It's so stupid. I mean, I had such a good time. In Wisconsin, well, what was oh the vibe God. at like Marquette? If a lot you of ask drinking. Ask about a vibe one more time. <laughs> Ninety-nine yeah. percent of this
0: conversation has been me asking about a vibe yeah. after you mentioned in the beginning that I hate vibes. People to ask about vibes, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, partying, but like I didn't party on the campus. I partied in downtown Milwaukee, and it was great because um, the Bucks were there. The Packers were up north, and then the Milwaukee Brewers were there. And it's a small town. There's literally, like, three clubs. So it was just, like, all athletes in the clubs. And then, like, me sneaking in with my fake ID and fucking basketball players. That sounds fun. I went to (laughs) a
0: bachelorette party in Wisconsin, and it was the most I've ever drank in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a good drunk and I'm not a good drinker. Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, it's so normalized. It was mm-hmm. like a beer tasting. I'm like, I'm sorry, I had two beers, I'm wasted. Everyone's just like starting. Yeah. The yeah, cl- no, it's
1: a lot. The culture is very drink heavy. Yeah. Yeah, they have a... Uh, they just did a survey of the 50 drunkest counties in all of the United States and 41 of them are in Wisconsin.
0: No. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. I fucking believe that. So what was, how long have you been in LA for? 12 years. Okay. So what was the biggest thing that you noticed moving from Wisconsin to LA?
1: In terms of like lifestyle. It's all different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I came out here being like, I'm never going to change. Like green juice, yoga, you guys are fucking weak. And then, you know, I always thought I would eat red meat. I mean, I still eat red meat, but like, I was always just like, I'm going to stay Wisconsin. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, you just can't. It's not yeah. even healthy. Like the people <laughs> that, like you go back to Wisconsin and you're like you're oh wait, you're all unwell. <gasps> yeah. You're all like drunk and bloated and having heart attacks. So Yeah. I mean, it's all different. It's like the focus on like therapy and mental wellness and like all of that stuff like in Wisconsin it's like people just drink through their problems a handful of people are going to therapy they haven't even really heard about it there you know what I mean (laughs) like it's just like (laughs) right yeah people are more focused on wellness here and then also it's like it's strange because it's like there's sunshine and then nobody's the like some of the least friendly people in the world Like, nobody, like, they won't make eye contact. Like, I have this new experiment in L.A. where I try and smile at people just, like, on the street. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, it is your natural reaction. Like, when you're a baby and someone smiles at you. You smile back. You smile back. Yeah. You have to train yourself to not respond that way. And, like, I'll watch people have, like, a mental breakdown when I (laughs) smile at them. Like, because they're just, like...
0: And you they know, just start like
1: twitching and I'm yeah. just like Are
0: you okay? Yeah, and, like, you
1: could just smile back. It would be so easy. But like people are so angry.
0: It's so interesting because I never realized that I'm from here. Mm. So people smiling, I never realized that was the thing that people do until I went to Austin. Mm. And I'm like, people are fucking nice here.
1: Yeah, they're nice everywhere, except for the everywhere. East Coast, except for New York and here. Everywhere but everywhere you go and people are like, hey. And it's like But the thing about New York is like I appreciate it because it's like
0: you get what you get. Like, no one's sugarcoating it. In LA, sometimes people will be nice to you, and then you're like, I feel like they want to kill me, even though they were nice. Yeah. But that's not nice. I'd rather have
1: you just be mean. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, just hit me with what you really are.
1: They don't even know. That's the problem. That's true. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you do acting stuff, too? Yeah. Are you auditioning?
1: Uh, yeah, I've auditioned for a bunch of stuff, but it's nothing's nothing's landed yet. But, you know i stay auditioning, timing, baby. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah do you audition for commercials no dude nothing
0: worse than yeah. auditioning for a commercial yeah but like make it your own okay I know. you're at arby's yeah and someone brings you a sandwich quick reaction but make it your own and make it funny yeah. and i'm like
1: what's happening yeah like it's roast beef
0: it's roast beef yeah. but if i get this it could pay my rent for the yeah. next two years uh-huh. so like
1: i feel you that's when
0: i get in my head
1: yeah i used to work in advertising so i've like been in those audition rooms on the other end oh shit and you just realize like it would actually probably be comforting to you to know how much goes into it that has nothing to do with how you reacted or how you did like so much of the client being like i want this person saying this thing looking like this can we get this person that acted that way but looking like this person yeah but like put them together and it's like we're creating a part you know what i mean so it's like are so many factors that go into it that like people are like Oh, it oh, was so close I thought I had it and it's like it has nothing to do with you yeah it's like these mentally ill clients <laughs> like yeah, yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. you know that this person is gonna make or break their fucking ad have you had any really bad auditions no so I like didn't even really start auditioning until it was all self-tapes okay yeah so it's a newer the thing mm-hmm.
0: the self-tapes are rough because you have so much control over it. Like I remember right. when you would go in, and then you're done with the audition, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, my day's done." Mm-hmm. When you're at home taping by yourself, you're like, "I guess I could do it again a little better." Like yeah. that part makes me crazy. Yeah, I don't have that in me.
1: You don't? No, I'll do like three takes, and then I'm like, whichever one my agent wants. I'm just like, you pick.
0: Yeah, when you have to do a tape, do you have someone read with you? Do you have like?
1: A- I have a coach
0: that I work with. That's cool. Yeah acting coaches make a big difference actually that's how I started stand-up I had an acting coach who was like you're really funny you should do stand-up and then I just started doing stand-up oh great yeah um how did you start doing stand-up
1: um so I was working in advertising and I got a DUI and I went to jail um went to jail classic Wisconsin (laughs) I know well I just moved from Wisconsin I got the DUI in Arizona and I had to go to jail for 30 days what was a, that like? I mean, they have a zero tolerance policy in Arizona. So it's like if you have a beer and drive, their minimum sentence is 10 days. And then. No. Yeah. And then I had more than a beer um my blood was 0.18 when I got arrested and so if honestly if they would have waited like 20 more minutes to take my blood I took like four shots of Jameson before I left the bar if they would have waited I think I wouldn't be here having this conversation because I would have been in jail for like six months um but I was able to I got a lawyer that was able to get um That was a good catch. That was a great catch. (laughs) That was a good catch. Um, A lawyer that was able to get me work release um, so I could serve my time at Beverly Hills pay to stay, keep my job in LA. So I was going into work during the day, going to jail at night and going to sleep. No. Yeah. No. You would sleep in jail? I would sleep in jail. So the first 48 was like solitary, where it's like lockdown, nothing, no access to anything. And then after that, I was able to get out from eight to eight, Monday through Saturday, to go to work. Um, and I was like wildly depressed. I didn't like, I was broke. I didn't have the tools to deal with anything that I was going through. I had just moved. I moved to LA in May of 2011. I got the DUI over Christmas. In 2011, the irony being that, like, I couldn't afford to go back to Wisconsin for Christmas, so I went to go see my friend in Arizona, and then that trip ended up costing me, like, $15,000. So... Yeah, I'm going in and out of jail and this guy that I was sitting this across is crazy. from. Yeah, this guy that I was sitting across from, he was the head of strategy and he also did comedy and he's like, "I know you're like going through it right now." He's like, "But you're really funny and like if you ever tried comedy, he's like it's cheaper than therapy and like I <laughs> feel like you'd be really good at it." And I was just like I just can't even like take this on right now like I'm literally sleeping in jail and I'm broke and like he kept suggesting this comedy writing class to me that was like $700 and I was like I can't I absolutely cannot afford that and then he ended up quitting to go perform for the troops um overseas so he like quit the job he's like I'm gonna do comedy full-time and then he would call me all the time and be like did you call that teacher yet did you call that teacher yet and I was like no 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 and then I finally just called the teacher and had this conversation and the teacher was like all right the class starts in like Two weeks, $700. And I had to sell my car to pay off the DUI. And I had like a little money left over. And so I just was like, all right, fuck it. And I did the class and it was like a, I think it's like a four month long class. And then the end, the showcase is like you get on stage and you do comedy at the ha ha. The, no, the, no. the first stage ah. that I ever got on, but then they film it and then you're able to like send that out to bookers or whatever. So yeah, I did that and it went really well. It was one of those things where like, you know, the first, after I got off stage, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I was born to do. Like I've had very few experiences in my life where it was like, it just felt like the world just like opened up. Right. It was just like, oh my God, this, it was the best night of my life. Right. And I've been married and divorced. So yeah. <laughs> I've had some good nights,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. I've been mm. married and divorced. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Um that's awesome. That's a cra- that's a crazy story.
1: Yeah. Sleep so, spilled my time. No, that's coke.
0: fine. we get a napkin yeah. or something? Um so after you're sleeping in jail, at what point do you decide I need to get sober? Oh, many years. Many years. Many years.
1: When I was in jail, I was leaving work early to get drunk (laughs) no and drive myself back to jail no yeah and i was in there for a dui i didn't have a driver's license and i was like these cops are so fucking stupid i was having them validate my parking i was parking in the beverly hills parking lot having them validate my parking i'm like they're never even gonna catch me no that i'm validating that i'm fucking driving here and i don't have a license no (laughs) no they were so dumb i was like i mean you know everyone a couple years ago was like we need police reform I'm like I've known this for a while these guys are idiots (laughs) oh my god so what was
0: the final straw that made you be like I need to be sober my mom's suicide your mom's suicide.
1: because she I drank at her like so much of my drinking was like at her because she was just nuts my whole life and she was always like you're gonna be an alcoholic just like your father thank you (laughs) um And I was like, I'll fucking show you an alcoholic. Right. So like I partied at her and, you know, she like would always just like beg and beg and beg for me to get sober. And like for so long, it really was something that was fun. And I was having a great time. And like I figured out who I was drinking and I like found myself. And then at the end of it, like the last two years I felt it starting to really take my life away from me where it's like, I planned everything cause I lived in Venice beach and I planned everything where I'm like, okay, the party comes to me. I would plan parties at my house so that I could like get fucked up and then go straight to bed. And like, I wasn't doing comedy. I like quit comedy. Like I just like, wasn't prioritizing my life. And then I just felt it like it wasn't fun anymore. Like I was waking up in the morning and I'm like, fuck, what did I do? And like, For so long, I never had that. I would wake up and I'd be like, woo, let's go (laughs) Another another one, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then at the end, I was just like, oh, this is getting bad. But I couldn't, like, I wouldn't let myself quit because I was so obsessed with, like, proving to my mom that I could, like, have this life that she never had and this big job and this husband and, like, these friends and, like, all this stuff that she never had and drink. I was like, I can do it all. Right. And then when she died, I literally remember getting the call and being like, oh, my God thank God I was like a monkey was like lifted off my back I was like I can stop drinking now I don't have to do this anymore like where I was like trying to prove to somebody that like I could do it and I I just remember I was like this is going to be this isn't going to be easy because like alcohol was literally my best friend but I was like yeah I have to I have to get better
0: so are you in AA yeah cool yeah that's awesome. I've been to a lot of Alan on meetings. Yeah. Um, I've been date I love an addict. One yes. thing about me is I love to fuck an addict. I'm yeah. like, oh, you're an alcoholic? Come on over. Yeah. Let me fix you with my pussy. Yeah.
1: And it never works. No, it
0: doesn't. I'm like, oh well, that's weird. I know, I know. <laughs> I thought
1: for sure this pussy'd be able to heal him. <laughs> that was one of my biggest mistakes when I got divorced was Like, finding people in AA. I was like, oh, you have (sighs) a month? (laughs) Oh, honey, come on over. It's like, meanwhile, they're just trying to stay alive, and I'm, like, planning my life with them.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was also interesting dating a few addicts and then watching them go from being sober to not sober, sober to not sober, like, throughout the relationship. Um, The way that they physically would change when they would stop drinking, they were, like, so much hotter. Oh yeah. Less swollen, like, I'm like, oh my God, you don't,
1: you look literally 15 years younger. It's insane. I look so much younger than I did when I was drinking. Like I had fucking jowls. I always thought I was the hottest bitch. Like that (laughs) is the problem though. i Yeah, I was like, I am the baddest bitch in this room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, why is nobody fucking me? Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I always thought I was gorgeous. And then like, I look back at those pictures and I'm like, yikes girl. Yeah, that's like, I used to be addicted to Adderall, like really, really, really Ooh. bad. And when I
0: see photos of myself, like I look older then than I do now, yeah. cause it's like so fucking drying. And it's like, I'm like, I'm really it's taking so care of business. business. It's like, bitch, your closet might be color coordinated, but you're horrible to be around. When was that? Um, I stopped, I got clean off of it in 2019. So mm-hmm. I've been off of it for four years. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, it was not my choice to get off of it. I like, I went cuckoo bananas. It was like right around the time that Brody Stevens died. Mm -hmm. And I was really close with Brody. And I just stopped taking my Adderall because I wanted to sleep. And I was so upset about him dying that I was like, "Um, I just want to sleep. I don't want to be on this. I just want to sleep. And then I had like Mental withdraws, like went cuckoo bananas. Like I thought that the world, the world was talking to me and like synchronicities, and like people were like, "You're not really making sense." Like I was in a psychosis because they just stopped taking Adderall cold turkey after being on it for like ten years, mm. and then I got sober. So like him dying is what got me yeah. sober. Yeah, which is interesting because you have kind of the same story yeah. with your mom. Yeah. yeah. Um. How long were you in the psychosis? I was in the psychosis for like. 24 hours 48 hours but it was like oh that's not bad no but the stuff that i was doing in the psychosis was like embarrassing it was like texting people that oh yeah that like i shouldn't have been texting being like
1: this is a sign like
0: kooky like kooky shit um and then i remember getting into the psych ward and being like oh no i don't belong here these people are nuts nuts um nothing like a psych ward to make you get sober though
1: right Nothing like a psych ward to make you realize you're not crazy though. Totally. Like when you see people that are like really gone.
0: I'm like I can go along with the schedule so I don't have to be here for another two weeks. There's like this one bitch who was in there for three weeks and I was like she's like my business. I was like ah, okay whatever they want me to do I'll do. You know like I just remember being in the hallway and there's this man who was like in like it was like a robe but it was short and his balls were just like hanging out and he was on the phone with his wife and they have like the payphone in the hallway of the psych ward and it's on like a very short cord because they don't want you to kill yourself and I'm like this man with his balls hanging out on the phone with his wife with the short phone and I was like I gotta get the fuck out of here and I remember like the first day in the psych ward I was like I'm a comic to everyone in there so I'm like doing bits and I'm talking into the I'm doing comedy in the psych ward this is full psycho I don't know. Yeah. I could blame it on psychosis. I don't know, but I'm using the pepper shaker as my mic. I get it taken away. <laughs> They're like <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Why can't They're I like, use your it? comedy to <laughs> work? <laughs> I was like, like, Can I get my mic back? Yeah. So I was like, This looks just like a mic. Um
1: Yeah. And then it was it was just Did like, you commit yourself or did someone else commit? No, my out. my
0: parents did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was not making sense for yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. Which is also like when the cops come to take you to go to the you to the psych ward it's a whole fucking thing in my psychosis i was like i'm a, a tra- princess and my chariot is here oh okay no. let's go
1: <laughs> yeah. do they
0: still have straitjackets um i didn't get put in one okay. so
1: i feel like maybe they got rid of those do they still use straitjackets remember straight it's like straitjackets are so scary i know it's like the men in the little yellow truck or whatever are coming to take you away and they put you in a fucking straitjacket
0: oh my god but i'm telling you that shit was like the worst thing that happened to me. But also the best. The straight jackets are so scary looking. Oh my God. Let's put you in one. Just. <laughs> <laughs> would you photo shoot yeah. in a straight yes.
1: Chic. Yeah. She- <laughs> in a chariot. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. That would actually be really funny. That's crazy. And like a horse-drawn carriage. And you oh, just did yeah. a straight, straight jacket. jacket. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. It was.
0: It was crazy. I remember also, like, like you know, it just being it being so dark. Like, I was, like, coloring with crayons in the psych ward, being like, this yeah. is fun. Oh God, <laughs> like, yeah. the, and then there's also, like, a music class in the psych ward, which was weird. Was
1: there any temptation for you to go back to Adderall when you got out? No. That's uh, great. Like, I
0: got so fucked up and scared by it. Yeah. And I was addicted. Yeah. Like, How many milligrams a day? Like, 60 to 80. I had a doctor who who i had this doctor who was like oh you yeah, have add okay let me write yeah. you the prescription yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it was kind of like winking and like writing the prescription for whatever i wanted yeah. and then um years later i read this article about how the fucking same doctor
1: prescribed this
0: girl pills and that girl ended up dying yeah. the same fucking doctor dude yeah.
1: I had um, a doctor when I was, like, heavy in my drinking that would – because I figured out at the end of my drinking that if I woke up in the morning with a really bad hangover, I could take a Xanax, go back to sleep for whatever it was, like, three hours, and I would wake up, and I'd be, like, a brand new bitch. Right. (laughs) Ready to drink again. It was perfect. So I found this doctor, Dr. Monica – I forget her last name. She was this Asian woman, and she would just give me so much fucking Xanax. And I – she got disbarred like she ended up like I went to go see her and they're like yeah no she lost her license and I was like she should have honestly she absolutely should have she was giving me like a hundred of them a month and I'm like
0: what do you think
1: I am trying to kill myself because it's so fucking crazy it was crazy
0: how easily I could get it and now I'm so glad I'm not on it because also I see there's like an Adderall shortage and there's people on Twitter being like Like tweaking they're like I need my medication. Yeah, it's like, it's meth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Did you Have you ever taken it? Oh, yeah. When college, that's how I got through college. I would like Same. snort a 30 and like write a 12 page paper in like <laughs> an hour and a half. And then I'd be like, let's go fucking party. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, Smoke like an entire pack of cigarettes and then like lose friends. Cause like I was really mean on Adderall. I was too. Like anything like, that I thought about you part of myself. Yeah. I would tell you anything that I didn't like about you, which it's a lot of things for most people. (laughs) And like, turns out they're all like, that's like one of the things my mom did. She didn't need Adderall to do it, but she would like precision insult where it's like the thing you hate the most about yourself. I can see it like that quickly. Right. And like, my mom would hold on to it for the right time, like the most devastating time. But me, the right time was when I was on Adderall and I would just like tell people about themselves and they're like, you're a monster. Like you're a bad person. And I remember my best friend, Kenny, my gay bestie. He was the one that was getting me the Adderall and he's like, I can't give this to you anymore. And he's like, you're so fucking mean on this shit. And I was just like, "Fine, I'll get it somewhere else. And I would like get it. Yeah. But like even now, cause he's still like, he was prescribed Adderall. He's <laughs> like, you were the worst. He's like, I didn't want to be friends with you when you were on that shit.
0: I was awful to be around. I was a huge cunt to everyone. Right, my, so just like now. My relationship <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my changed. relationships were so affected yeah, by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like I'd adhor- just horrible. Like, yeah. especially like I remember like the boyfriend that I had at the time, the poor guy. He probably has PTSD to this day. Yeah. Cause I would like be a huge cunt, but then I'd make up for it because I was on speed. But mm-hmm. like, sorry, I was mean to you. I have a present, <laughs> like, yeah. um, but anything to not have to get off the Adderall, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you think about that, they're prescribing that to children.
1: No, I know. I have a friend who was, like, prescribed it when she was 10, and she's now, like, so immune to it that she does, like, 90 to 120 milligrams a day, and that's just her baseline. Like, that's just, like, normal, and, like, when that shortage was happening – she literally went missing like turned her phone off was like gone for like a week and I was like hey are you alive and she's like I, can't, I literally cannot live without this stuff she's like I've just been sleeping for the last week
0: no like getting off of it was the hardest thing I've mm. ever had to do and it was so horrible that it's like I never want to be on it again because yeah. I never want to be dependent
1: on something like that yeah. it was horrible and like yeah no I, and well, and the crazy thing about your body, too, that you realize, like, I realize getting off, like, drugs and alcohol, and, like, I'm back on caffeine now, but I've been off it in the past, where it's, like, if you do nothing, that is where your body is the happiest. Like, you literally, like, you wake up with energy, you go to sleep on time. Like, like normal. Yeah, right? you can, like, your body knows how to work. Like, it's built to work. And right. And then, like we just put all this shit in it that like makes things a little more exciting. Like me and this fucking diet Coke right now. I love a diet Coke. Me too. Though. But like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't need it. I know I don't I'm need it. I'm drinking a sugar for your Red bowl. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, I'm off Adderall,
1: but yeah. I'm on this baby. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, no. And I'm also like, okay, if we're living in a society where the first thing that we're, we're celebrating productivity, that's everything is just about productivity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't care that kids are just taking math in college. Yeah. They're getting the papers done on yeah. time. It's like, okay, but if we're living in a society where kids have to take math to turn it in paper, maybe they shouldn't have to do the paper in the first place.
1: I mean, I don't think I needed to snort Adderall to get that paper done. I could have been more productive, but I wanted to party. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but it's also just like the thought of prescribing it to kids is scary.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, our frozen our frozen eggs are gonna go on Adderall. Later. Our frozen <laughs> eggs. Yeah.
0: My frozen eggs. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm scared to get my eggs frozen. Why? I don't know. I don't like giving myself shots. You'll be fine. Really? Yeah. Ugh! Are you gonna are you gonna give them to yourself? Yeah, they're so easy.
1: Really? Just like grab your little fat roll and just. <laughs> it in there yeah
0: i got the fat roll sweetie (laughs) i'll tell you (laughs) that it's Um, it's ready to go (laughs) i know oh my gosh well we talked we covered a lot
1: we really. i did. feel like i really got to know you i feel like i've been sweating this whole time i'm
0: sweating too and i'm
1: on math <laughs> <laughs> i'm on adderall i'm on 90 milligrams of adderall
0: it is randomly kind of hot in here yeah do you feel like that yeah. yeah it's hot in here.
1: um all right well that's our episode amazing where can people find you i'm on instagram and tiktok at Brittany schmidt which is b-r-i-t-t-a-n-y-s-c-h-m-i-t-t and do you have any shows coming up you want to promote it's coming out on wednesday um you know what you can go to my website it's britney schmidt.com my whole tour i'm like going on tour starting in april and then i'm gone for the whole year so really that's all awesome the different
0: cities yeah awesome you guys go see britney live she's really really funny great stand-up thank, thank you for you. coming on thanks, thanks th- for having me thanks for watching another episode of shank we'll see you next week Bye-bye. Bye. bye